0: You are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I had a strange, strange feeling. I was sitting here at my microphone. Now, this is a fact. I don't usually make statements like this on the radio. They are too precious. They're too sacred to share with anybody. But I was sitting here studying and praying and searching for a message for you today. And God strangely impressed me with the message that I'm going to deliver. And I felt strangely impressed that somebody will hear this message and it'll be the last one they'll ever hear. Now, I don't know who it is, but you're listening. I don't know where you are, but you're listening and God's throwing this sermon between you and a devil's hell. Now listen to me. I want to talk to you today about this business of God and the sinner. God and the sinner. All right. Now if you are a sinner you have a date with a holy God. Now there's no need to deny the existence of God. God does exist. And what you think about what I think about doesn't change it. There is a God and he's a holy God and the Bible declares that we are all sinners by nature. We've all sinned, we've all come short of the glory of God, there's none good, no, not one, we've all gone astray, and so there's no need to argue that, it's a Bible fact. Now then, here is what I want us to see today, God, then I want to see you. I want to see God's desire, then I want to see your desire. All right, now then, in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord, Jehovah, is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But his suffering to us, we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now let me say this. God made our forefather Adam in his own image. And through the disobedience of Adam, sin moved upon the human race and death by sin. Now somebody's listening to me today that is nearer death's door than anybody else listening to me today. I don't know who it is, and I'm glad I don't. Somebody listening to me has less time to live than anybody else listening to me. You have fewer moments to live. You have fewer breaths to draw than anybody else listening to me right now. If I could see my audience from the youngest to the oldest, somebody in that crowd, somebody listening to Oliver Green's voice right now has less time to live than anybody else. Now you say, preacher... I don't think you should float caskets in front of people. I want to tell you something right now. If you're not a born-again, entirely God, somebody needs to float a casket in front of you. Somebody needs to warn you that you've got a date with death. Somebody needs to tell you that you're gonna die, and somebody needs to tell you that this may be the last sermon you'll ever hear. And firmly and frankly, I'm sure there's somebody listening to me today because God so strangely impressed upon me this sermon. Somebody is listening to your last gospel. You'd better take heed, sinner. I warn you. I I warn you. Now, God is not willing for you to go to hell. God doesn't want you to go to hell. And God didn't create man to go to hell. And God doesn't desire that you spend eternity in the pits of the dam. The Lord God is not slack concerning His promise, but is long suffering to usward. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, if you've never repented, that takes in, that comes to, that brings me to my second point. I said, God don't want you to go to hell. God doesn't want you to burn in the pits of the dam. He wants you to come to repentance. Now, that's the second thing. God wants you to repent. Now, have you? Have you repented? The only way that you can ever please God is to repent. The only way that you can ever satisfy God is to repent. The only way that you can ever reproach God is to repent. Repent of your sin. All right, preacher. What is repentance? Godless sorrow. How do I repent? Call on the Lord Jesus Christ. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. God, forgive my sins. I bring my sins to you in the name of Jesus. Forgive my sins. And if you'll repent and call on the name of Jesus... God will forgive your sins. He'll block them out. He'll write your name in the Lamb's book of life. He'll give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. All right. Now then, I that brings me to another verse. In Luke 13 and verse 3, Jesus said, Not Oliver Green. uh Uh-uh. No. Not the Baptists. uh Uh-uh. No. Not the Methodists. Not the Holists. Not the Catholics. Not the Lutherans. No, no. Jesus said in Luke 13, 3, Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Now notice, notice now we're going around in a... Uh, a Bible circle, a circle of truth, all right, here it is. Listen. The Lord is not slight concerning his promises. Some men count slightness, but his long suffering to us were not willing that any should perish, that any should perish. Not willing that any should perish, all right. God is not willing for you to perish, but he wants you to repent. But if you don't repent, you perish. I've read it to you. Second Peter three nine, Luke thirteen, three. Except you repent you shall all likewise perish Luke 13:5 Except you repent you shall all likewise perish Now God doesn't want you to perish the way to keep from perishing is to repent but if you don't repent you perish Now that's settled God settled it I didn't settle it God settled it. And there's not a thing I can do about it. There's not a thing you can do about it. There's not a thing God bless you, the church councils can do about it. There's not a thing religion can do about it. You'll repent. You'll repent of your sins or you'll scream in the pits of the damn. Or oh, you say, preacher, I don't believe in that pits of the damn stuff. I don't believe in hell. That's all right. You will three seconds after you're dead. Some of you will believe in it before sundown if you don't repent. Now, listen. Listen what I'm saying. I said God doesn't want you to go to hell. I said God said he wants you to repent. And God said, if you don't repent, you perish. All right. Now then let's move on. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Well, now, preacher, where does that come in? All right. There is one God. One God, and that God so loved us. Now, that's First Timothy 5, 2. Turn quickly. First Timothy 5, 2. All right. There is one God, and God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, that's God. God is love. God is love. And God loved the world. And God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. All right. Now then, First Timothy 2, 5. There is one God and one mediator between God and men. One God, singular, one mediator, singular, between God, one God and plural, men, men, all men, all men. God wants all men to repent. And if all men will repent, all men will be saved. But all men who do not repent must perish in hell. Now there's only one mediator. There is only one that can plead your case, There is only one to plead your case and his name is Jesus. One God... One God, one mediator between God and men, the man, the man Christ Jesus. Now then what what about it, preacher? All right. Now Jesus said in Matthew eleven, twenty-eight, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All right, come unto me, come unto me. Him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. John six thirty-seven. Him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Now then, the invitation of God is to stay out of hell. The invitation of God is to repent. And if you don't repent, you must perish in hell. But Jesus said, come unto me, I will give you rest. All right, now the invitation to you is simply come. When I say, Brother Green, what must I do when I come? Now let me show you something. Let me show you something, beloved. You will never sincerely come to Jesus for but one thing if you're a sinner. If you're a sinner and on the road to hell and you know that you're lost and you're going to burn in the pits of the damned, If you ever come to Jesus, it will be because you know you're lost and on the road to hell. And it'll be because you want Jesus to save you and keep you out of hell. Now listen, if you'll come to Jesus with a sincere heart... He understands your case a million times better than you'll ever understand it. And if you'll come with a sincere heart and just say, Jesus, here I am. I've come. You said, come. And you said, if I'd come, you wouldn't cast me out. I'm here, Jesus. I've come to you. Now, if you'll do that sincerely, Jesus will save your soul and you'll know that you're saved. That's right. He is our salvation. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Listen. Jesus Christ the son of God is the way the truth, the life, the door, the good shepherd, he is the bread, he's the water of life, he is the alpha, the omega, he is the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, the son of God is our redemption, he's made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, it's Jesus beloved, and none other, no other, he said come unto me, now your part is to come, he said come, alright, now this is Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden, come Come all, come, come all. Now then, what did he say? I will, I will. Now, Jesus said that, and Jesus can't lie. Now, if I should call you up on the telephone and say, Come over to my house, and I'll give you a million dollars. Well, you'd know I was lying because God in heaven knows I couldn't produce a million dollars if I had to die. I couldn't do it. I couldn't produce uh, anything. In other words, there's no need talking about that. I couldn't produce uh, one one hundredth of a million dollars if I had to die. I couldn't get my hands on it. I couldn't borrow it. I couldn't beg it. I couldn't get it. You know that. But listen, beloved. In other words, Jesus said, you come, and I'll do the impossible. I'll do what nobody else can do. If you'll come unto me, I will. I will. Now, he can't lie. I can lie. You can lie. Man can lie. The best of men are capable of lying. The best man you know is capable of lying, but Jesus Christ, the Son of God, cannot lie. Titus two one and Hebrews uh, six eighteen. Read it. Hebrews six eighteen, Titus two uh, and verse uh, verse uh, two. I believe it is verse one and two. Titus chapter one and verse two. God can't lie. Jesus can't lie. Now listen. Jesus said, "Come." That's your part. You come. I will. I will. What? I will give, G-I-V-E, give. You can't buy it, you can't merit salvation, you can't earn salvation, you cannot attain salvation. Thank God salvation is a gift. It's God's gift to a hell-deserving sinner. Jesus said, you come, I will, I will give you rest. Now, Jesus reserves the right To give rest. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. You can't merit rest. No king can give you rest. No millionaire can give you rest. Listen, a millionaire could call you up today and say, I have a $100,000 home. I'm giving you the key. Now, it has bedrooms that have beds that are tailor-made, most unusual beds in the world. No other beds like them. He can give you a $100,000 home, give you the most unusual bed that a man ever built. But bless your soul, that home and that bed cannot bring rest. Now you might lie down on the bed and go to sleep. But my friend, when it comes to rest, God Almighty reserves the sole right and the only right to give rest to the pauper and to the millionaire at the same price. What? Nothing. A gift. I will give you rest. Now, that's what the book says, and the book can't lie, God can't lie, Jesus can't lie. Now listen, sinner, it's not God's will that you go to hell. It's God's will that you repent, but except you repent, you perish. There's the gospel truth, the gospel truth. God doesn't want you to perish. God wants you to repent, but if you don't repent, you must perish. Now then, Jesus died that you and I might have the privilege of repenting there is one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus first Timothy 2 5 now then in Matthew 10 you read Matthew 10 and begin reading with verse uh, 0, 15 16 17 18 19 21 2 3 & 4 you'll find these words he said fear not them that hath power to kill the body but cannot destroy the soul but I say fear him that hath the power to destroy both soul and body in hell he said every hair of your head is numbered and not one little sparrow falls to the ground without your Heavenly Father seeing that little sparrow you are of much more value than sparrows and then Jesus said if you'll confess me before men I'll confess you before my Heavenly Father But if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Heavenly Father now you read Matthew 10 30 and 31 2 and 3 along there And you'll find it all right. Jesus said confess me I'll confess you, but if you deny me, I'll deny you now That's where Jesus comes in listen God sent Jesus Jesus came, laid his life down, stepped into the jaws of death, conquered death, conquered hell, conquered the grave, walked out, and he's sitting today. He is now seated right now at the right hand of God the Father to make intercession for you. And if you'll come to God, repent in the name of Jesus, and call on the name of Jesus, and confess him, I tell you, he'll confess you before the Heavenly Father. But if you deny him, then he'll deny you. Now listen. If you want the Son of God to stand up For you in the judgment hour Then you stand up for him this hour Right now Today's the day of salvation Now is the accepted time If you hear his voice Harden not your heart Come now let us reason together Saith the Lord Though your sins be as scarlet They shall be as white as snow Though they be red like crimson They shall be as wool Now God wants to reason with you Jesus wants to reason with you The Holy Spirit's dealing with you Salvation is for you The door stands wide open If you'll step in You'll go to heaven. If you don't step in, somebody, somebody's going to turn the radio off. That'll never have another opportunity to be born again. God help you, God pity you, God stir you, God move you, and God save you is my prayer. Now listen, what is your part? God has done everything God can do to keep you out of hell. Now I say that reverend. God is love, and if God took a shotgun and stuck it in your back and made you serve Jesus, then God wouldn't be love. No, if God took a stick and beat you over the head till you said, Jesus save me, then that's not love, that's force. That's dictatorship, but God loved you. God gave Jesus. God sacrificed Jesus. Jesus died on the cross, shed his blood, and he did everything that he could do to keep you out of hell. Now then, if you will simply bow your head and say, Jesus, I believe what the Bible says about you. I believe you were born the virgin. I believe you lived in this world. I believe you lived a sinless life. I believe they arrested you. They tried you. They nailed you to the cross. You died. They took you off the cross, put you in a tomb, and I believe the third day you rose. Now here it is in a nutshell. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now then, if you'll confess with your mouth, believe in your heart then God will save your soul. One more verse, two more, here it is. As many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Now, wait a minute. As many as received him. As many as received him. What's your part? Receive him. To them gave he. He gave the power. Power to become the sons of God. Even of them believe on his name, which were born, which were born, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, nor, no, will of the flesh, man, no, but born of God, born of God, born of God. God does the mourning, God does the mourning, God does the saving. God does the redeeming. God does the cleansing. When you do the coming and repenting and believing and receiving, God does the rest. Now, hear me. Hear me, beloved, in radio land. Listen to me. Are you trembling? Are you trembling? Are you disturbed? Do you have a lump in your throat? Is your heart beating fast? Then God's talking to you. Are you that person that God whispered in my ear about a moment ago? When I sat here at my desk and I said, Oh God, what shall I preach today to the dear people? Tell me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Show me, Lord. With my Bible in my hand. And God tenderly spoke to me and said, Somebody's listening Never have another chance to be saved. Tell them how to be saved. I've told you. I've told you. 2 Peter 3, 9. It's not God's will that you go to hell. 2 Peter 3, 9. It's God's will that you repent. Luke 13, 3 and 13, 5. Except you repent, you perish. There's only one mediator. There's only one that can accept your repentance. 1 Timothy 2, 5. Jesus. Then I told you how that God so loved the world. God sent on his son to condemn the world. God gave Jesus that we might be saved. Then I said, Fear not them that kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. But fear him that hath power to destroy both soul and body in hell. If you'll confess me, Jesus said, I'll confess you. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All right, soul, you're trembling. You're trembling. Cold chills running up your backbone. You're trembling. Your heart's beating fast. You're disturbed. You're that person. You're that person. Today's the day of salvation. Right now's the time. I called, you refused, I stretched out my hand, no man regarded. You said it not my counsel, you would not listen to my reproof. I'll laugh at your calamity, and I'll mock when fear comes upon you. Oh, God, may that not be you, dear soul, as you tremble. Bow your head, shut your eyes, tell God you want to be saved. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, save that trembling soul. That man, that woman, that boy, or girl, I can't see them, but God, you're looking at them right now. You're looking down on their heads right now. Save them. May they repent. May they sincerely repent. And may they say, Oh, Jesus, save me. And we know you will. May they come. May they humbly repent. And we know that you'll save them, Jesus. Now, Father, save that soul that's calling on you. Save every soul that's under conviction. Reclaim the backslidden. And may the Christians, our Father, rejoice and be exceedingly glad that their names are written. In the Lamb's Book of Life, honor thy word that I've read today, the word of God that I've read, not what I've said, but what I've read. Honor the word, honor the precious blood of Jesus and save that soul for Jesus' sake. Thank you, Father, for saving that soul. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons,